Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hello, friends. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> As always, I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, Kate Sitars. Hello, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, and Kate and I have the pleasure today of being joined by a fantastic and successful copywriter and also CCA student, Kelsey Westbrook. Hey, Kelsey. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. We are, we're so excited to, to dig into talking about uh, your story and, and all of that stuff. So thank, thank you for giving us the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's probably the place to start is just go all the way back to the beginning yep. um, and talk about what, what got you interested in copywriting to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's hit rewind. <laughs> um, so I've actually always, I, I've listened to this podcast quite a bit and I've heard some really diverse stories about people coming from like all these different backgrounds and how there's so many different ways to lead to this path, which is awesome. Um, but I've actually always wanted to be a writer since I was a kid. Um, my mom always tells this really funny story that when, um, she would drive around with me in a car seat in the back seat, and I would be practicing my letters with my hands, like air, like spelling them out with the air, because I just was so obsessed with like being a scribe and writing. <laughs> so it's kind of always been like in my DNA that that's what I wanted to do. Um, so I went to school and uh, I was an English major in college and graduated uh, from University of Louisville with an English creative writing degree, um, which, as we all know, um, you know, essentially you're going to end up being a server bartender <laughs> taking that route. No, I'm a kidding. similar degree. I hear you. I hear yep, you. Yep. <laughs> it's so funny because looking back on my education, like I was not taught copywriting at all. You know, it was more like journalism, creative writing, um, you know, op-eds, editorial stuff. So it was very, um, you know, I kind of really didn't know that this was a career. And I know that that's a thing that comes up a lot is that 
writers don't even necessarily know that we can kind of take this route. And so I started leaning into kind of the creative side of writing. I knew I wanted to write a book one day. I knew I wanted to maybe write memoirs, do um, some editorial work. Um, So I just sort of really leaned into that. And out of sheer necessity, I was working in the bar and restaurant industry for almost 20 years, actually, Um, up until, you know, really last year. um, I was always working in it off and on um, out of sheer survival. Um, It was just something I needed to do. And I grew up in a low-income family, um, you know, throughout my childhood. My dad was incarcerated, so I was with, uh, you know, I was raised by an amazing single mom. And, you know, it was just something where money was always really, really scarce, and we always just had to work jobs to kind of get by and survive. So that's that's really that mentality that I was raised with and that I sort of entered my adulthood with was that, like, you just, you just got to do what you got to do, and then you might be able to do your passions on the side. You might be able to figure that out and sort of find your way. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of staying in that bar and restaurant industry, even though there are so many beautiful people that work in that industry and there's so many amazing things that come out of it. And I still am obsessed with food and cocktails and, you know, love, love going out and doing that for fun. It's, it's not my passion. Um, and so I was always writing during that time. I was always still maintaining that voice. and. I was really lucky that I sort of um, fell into writing an opinion column for a local um, alt-weekly magazine called Leo Weekly. So because I worked in the bar industry, I I sort of had this niche thing where I was really educated about spirits and food and all these different things. And and so I ended up pitching this um, idea to the editor of that alt-weekly magazine being like, I should write this column called Barkeep Confessions. And you know, talk about all these different things that come up working in the bar industry, you know, be really cheeky about it and funny and and also go around to all all the other bars and restaurants in our community and write about them and what's going on in their lives and sort of tell it from that perspective. So that was a really fun way for me to sort of segue into the professional writing world and like start getting paid for my writing. Um, But as we know, unfortunately, that side of the writing world does not pay well. Um, so it was, you know, sending pitches constantly just vying for more work, sending these really, um, you know, robust pitches about different like editorial work that I wanted to do. Um, you know, writing little snippets of it, sending to editors, to folks that I wanted to write for different publications that I was really interested in, um, started leaning into kind of my political activism voice. I wanted to write about things that I was passionate about in that way. Um, so just started navigating that world when I was kind of fresh out of college and working in the bar and restaurant industry and, um, really did that for about eight years. Um, and I was, you know, consistently getting published and, and really enjoying sort of flexing that creative side of my writing, um, but never able to make it a full-time gig. You know, I constantly had to be working a full-time job in another you know, facet of my life and then be writing on the side. And I was just constantly burning the candle at both ends. And it's something that I haven't actually realized um, until recently how I was constantly in that like fight or flight mode. And now that I'm not, 
I'm just like resting all the time. <laughs> and it is so amazing. <laughs> that's that's like one of my biggest copywriting wins is that just like getting out of that stress and trauma of living day to day and paycheck to paycheck and trying to figure out, you know, how you're going to make it and get by. And now that I'm not in that space anymore, I it just feels you sleep better. You know, yeah. you, you just like every aspect of life is just it sucks that that's a thing <laughs> that that really changes your your mental and physical health and well-being but it does you know um so long story short i was doing that for about 8 years and during that time as well just because i didn't have enough on my plate apparently um <laughs> i decided to start a nonprofit organization and yeah i know it's, it's so random um no, we're just like good for you how did you yeah, how are you doing this yeah <laughs> So funny story, um, and I'll try to make this quick, but I was waiting tables when I was like 21 and I was working at a restaurant that's like on the, we have this like riverfront in, in downtown Louisville and I was slinging crab buckets <laughs> and, um, a dog got thrown off the bridge that crosses from Kentucky to Indiana. And I was like standing outside, like taking a crab order and I see this happening and I'm like, everyone is like, what? Did someone just throw a dog off the bridge? And, and we're like, yes, that literally just happened. So this crazy harrowing incident like happened right in front of my eyes. And I ended up like rescuing this dog and she kind of like changed my life and start, started a foundation in her honor. And um, we ended up starting a free spay neuter bank and pet food bank for low income pet owners in our community. And, and what I was doing during that whole time was writing our website copy writing our email copy, running our, all of our social media copy, um, you know, developing a brand voice, doing all of these things that I did not actually realize was copywriting. I just knew I was, I loved writing. I was good at writing. This experience had happened that I had a lot of like, you know, emotional relationship to, or I had a strong emotional relationship to. So I was able to really convey that and create this brand voice. And so that was, kind of at 21, like the start of my copywriting journey, I would say, um, even though I didn't know I was doing copywriting at the time. <laughs> um, and then we uh, recently, you know, moved into more of like a, a pet food bank, like mutual aid space. So that that chapter of my my world has has ended, um, but did that for about 12 years. And then throughout that entire time, like I said, I was working in the bar and restaurant industry. I was writing editorial on the side and then started picking up and understanding what copywriting work was and trying to forge a path and, and make, um, you know, a more, a better financial future for myself and, and, um, you know, be able to have a better work-life balance. And, and that all leads me to the end of 2021 when I was, um, doing some like copywriting for startups and, and, um, writing website copy in that way, just through like connections that I had made in the, in, in the writing industry. Um, but I found the filthy rich writer ad, or I saw it on Facebook as I was like scrolling one day. And I had made a vow to myself at the end of 2021 that I was going to change my life financially in 2022. Like I'm, I'm usually not a, New Year's resolution person, but I was like, my partner and I had bought a house at the beginning of the pandemic and, you know, we were like doing okay, but still really trying to really like living paycheck to paycheck 
taking, making sure everything was taken care of. Right. And I was like, I just don't want, I don't want to be in this space anymore. I want to move out of it. I know I'm a great writer. I know I'm, I'm more driven and dedicated. Like I know I can do this and I've got to just make a change and figure out how to do this to where I'm more fulfilled. And, um, so yeah, I saw that ad and, and watched your video and, um, started doing some research about it. And I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to do this. You know, I'm going to see where this takes me because I, even though I've been writing professionally for a while and getting paid for it, it's, I'm not able to make it my full-time gig yet. So let's figure out how I can do that. Um, and so I started that in January of last year, finished the course. It took me a while because I was, I was working you know, two to three <laughs> jobs. Yeah. I was working my butt off. Um, so it took me a while and so I didn't finish the course until I, I actually did all the action sheets, like as every, that's how I wanted to do it just to like mm -hmm. retain the information. Mm -hmm. I know some folks do it, like all the action sheets towards the end, totally up to whatever. That's how I learned best is just to like retain the information and do it and do the work that way. So I did every action sheet with every module. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't end up finishing it until like May of last year, which is still really fast yeah. though. Five yeah, months while you're, okay. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. think so while you're yeah. doing yeah. a full-time good for you is all it's oh, okay. yeah, like, well, yeah. yeah. like let's celebrate yes. that yeah yeah I've seen some folks that are like I finished it in three weeks or something and I'm like what how is that possible but everyone has their own journey and I totally get that exactly yeah. yeah um and then I launched my portfolio site in June and um yeah I was even before I launched my site I had paid for the course with copy work so mm -hmm. I, I just through like folks that I knew and I was kind of like making little teasers, social media posts. I started like my Kelsey Westbrook writes Instagram account and started making reels and, you know, talking about some education stuff on there. And, and folks were just reaching out that I knew and being like, wait, do you do this? Can you help me write my bio? Can you, you know, so I was kind of already doing that. And then, yeah, I launched my site. I started just shouting it from the rooftops. I was like, I'm going to move past this resistance of being like, no, I'm not a professional copywriter because actually I already am. I've already been doing it for a hot minute. And so, yeah, I was just telling everyone about it and just hit the ground running. And that whole summer I was like, okay, I can't quit. I was doing bar uh, management and consulting at the time, which, so I was also doing email marketing for a bar that I work for. I was developing menus for other bars in the community. I was doing all sorts of stuff. And so I was like, I have to stop doing this, but I need to have that cushion built up. So I'm like, I want to have three months of all my expenses set aside, ready to go when I quit my full-time gig. And, um, I was just, I started gearing, you know, ramping up with my LinkedIn as well and posting on there. And I started doing, um, you know, exploring some different like brand voices of brands that I'm really interested in and, and also utilizing the action sheets as well. And it was really funny because I actually said to my partner one day, I was like perusing LinkedIn and I was like, I found this brand that I really loved. And I had been using their like fitness supplements in the past before, like protein powder and pre-workout and stuff like that. And they have a really fun, like feminine Gen Z tone of voice. And it's just, it's really, it's just really quirky and interesting. And, and I was like, God, that'd be so fun to write in that brand voice. And so I like looked at my partner, Jamie, and I was like, wouldn't it be so fun if I was a copywriter for this brand? And he was like, yeah, you totally, you totally could do it. And I was like, thanks, babe. You know, <laughs> and then it just so happened that I saw that they posted 
a job for a copywriter on LinkedIn, like not long after I said that. It was like I manifested this. Just, I'm not kidding. Just I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally came out of thin air. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to apply for it. I'm actually not totally qualified for it. But, you know, if I was a man, he'd probably apply for it. So why not? <laughs> and so I applied for it and they responded and they were like, um, Hey, Kelsey, like we'd really love, we loved your portfolio. We're really interested in talking to you about this. Let's schedule an interview. And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. Okay. Like they, they saw my experience level. And, you know, on one hand, it's like, yeah, I have been in the professional writing world for eight to nine years. On the other hand, I did pivot into copywriting. You know, I want to be transparent about that. Um, started out in the more editorial side of things. And so, yeah, talk to them about that. Talk to them about my whole journey. Got a second interview. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I kind of thought I was going to freelance full time. That was my original goal. Um, but this would be really cool. <laughs> and so then I get another interview and they offer me the job. And, and I was like, I think I'm going to take this job, even though I thought I was going to freelance full time, because this just seems like such an amazing opportunity and I'm going to learn so much. And how awesome is it that I already wanted to write for this brand? And then this job kind of came out of nowhere. And now I've been there for a year and I actually just got, got promoted to a senior copywriter like last week. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Wow. That's just yeah. all of that. Just and, and thank you for sharing everything that you've sh- I know you're gonna share even more, but just <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's, yeah, thanks for listening. It's oh been it's been a really yeah, it's been a really gratifying journey. Like this past year has just been like I even I went and had drinks with my coworkers last night because um one of our project managers was leaving and everyone just like genuinely cares about each other so much and and she was crying when she was leaving because she just got this like really insane opportunity and everybody's just hugging her. And and I came home and I was like, I honestly, I cannot believe that this is my life. Like these people that I work with are so creative and talented and amazing. And I'm doing things that I never imagined, like that some of the work that we're producing is so incredible. And I I, I love freelancing. I still do it on the side when my bandwidth allows um, because I'm really a stickler on work-life balance now. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but this is such a good space for me to be in right now. And and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it because it's been just completely invaluable. And some of the experiences that I'm having are, are just, I think really laying a path for me to like dream so big um, and just see where it takes me. So Oh my God. I love that. I love that. I, I love all of that so much, so yeah. much. And it's, it's such a great, it's such a great testament to taking action, even when you're a little unsure mm-hmm. or especially with applying for that job going, I don't know. They're looking yeah, for good for experience. you for applying. And also Thank testament you. to the fact that, that it's it your experience. Yes. Experience is certainly important. You may have some experience certainly, but, but it's really about the quality of the work. They yes. looked at your portfolio and they said, oh, sh- she's got the goods. Mm-hmm. Let's bring her in. Let's talk to her. Yeah. yeah. You know, coming in and thinking about like what I wanted to make. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is what I'm going for. I'm just going to like aim high, you know? And the hiring manager had had come back and said, oh, that's actually, you know, out of our budget for this, for this role, but we're still interested in 
you know, in speaking with you, if you're, if you're still up for it. And I was like, oh, okay, let's see like what they offer. And then they ended up offering me that amount after we interviewed. So it was like the original number that I was hoping for. So I was like, oh, okay. Like this is all, yes. Like they are seeing that I'm worth it. They're seeing that, like you said, Nikki, that work is there and the gumption and drive and energy and all the things I think. So I just, yeah, being confident and being like, you know what? Yeah, I deserve mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also just want to point out that you, again, congratulations on the promotion. Thank That's you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Huge. Um, but also too, we we get so used to thinking like, well, you have to have a certain number of years of having done this in order mm-hmm. to be a senior copywriter. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. It really, it's level of skill and mm-hmm. you can develop that skill very quickly. If you're willing to put in the effort the way that you have, mm-hmm. and yes, you did come in with, with some writing experience, certainly, but, but from the point that, that you went, okay, I'm, I'm going all in on copywriting to you being, to you becoming a senior copywriter mm-hmm. is a very short period of time, which is, you should absolutely be be, I was going to say be commended, but that's not even like, you should be so proud of yourself because you that so is a much. huge deal. Yeah. I also love that throughout, I think the the theme I'm hearing too, is like just your openness to possibilities, right? Like you didn't shut them down when they were like, Hey, we can't meet that salary. I was like, okay, let's still explore this and see. And then look what happened. It worked out. Yeah. Um, but same thing too, of like, uh, I really want to freelance, but let me explore this. Cause this looks really cool. And like, just that openness to the possibilities I think is so, I hope people are taking that away because I feel like that energy is so much not to go woo woo, but that energy <laughs> yeah. is so much different than, than being closed off and being kind of, ne- it, it would be very easy. It's all that's to say is to be negative. of like, no, I really want to freelance. So forget this or no, they're, they can't hit my number. Goodbye. And just kind of saying one step at a time and let me mm-hmm. see how this unfolds. It's not a no, it's not a, we can't hit this number. So I just love that, that, that energy that you brought to the whole process is so cool. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And, and do say all the woo woo things. Cause I'm here for it. <laughs> um, and, and I think that similarly, like when the senior copywriter job came out, my boss had said, I think I'm going to hire, cause there's, there's two copywriters on our team. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is insane for the amount of work that we produce. Like my, my counterpart is a total rock star as well. And I've learned so much from her too. Um, but when, when that came about and my boss said, I think I'm going to hire a senior copywriter to help, you know, mentor you guys and to kind of give you really strong feedback and, and, you know, develop this team more, et cetera. And I was actually, um, I was on vacation in Turkey for a couple of weeks in September and which was also so amazing that I got to do that and like pay for it in cash and not go in debt to travel. And, you know, these are all like new experiences that I'm having, um, for a good, a dear friend's wedding that we went to. And, um, I had texted my coworker at the time just to like check in. Cause I knew she was sort of holding down the fort and, and, no one had asked me to to work while I was gone, by the way. That was just me being like, hey, you doing okay? Just want to make sure everything's good, you know? Because like, I genuinely care about her and, and we care I about you as a coworker. Yeah. <laughs> and, coworker. and she was like, yeah. Um, so, so this is something that came up and started kind of telling me about the senior copywriter gig. And I was like, cool. Okay, awesome. And then when I got back, I had a one-on-one with my boss and like learned more about it. And I was like, 
I think that should be me, <laughs> you know, Let's like see. I'm just going to throw my hat in the ring for it because why not? You know, it's like all these things that I'm already doing now, plus, you know, potentially some leadership opportunities and things like that. And I'm like, I, I know I'm a natural at that, you know? Uh, it's, so it's like other, all these things can be learned, but also just consider like what's within you and, and how you can kind of like rise to the occasion. And so, so I sort of so, saw these as like, challenges for myself and just being like, how far can I go? Like, let's, let's keep pushing, you know, let's throw my hat in the ring for that. And then it worked out. So I'm just going to keep doing that because it seems like it's working. It's, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Nailed the, nailed the path. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. and you said two words that I think are are easy to, to kind of let pass, but I, I want to stop for a second and underline those. Why not? Right. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's such an important because I think so many of us argue for, argue for why we can't do something. Well, I can't do something like this. Well, I don't have the experience. Well, I don't, well, they're not willing to be. Why not? What is, what is the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. You could have said, Oh, I want, I, I, I'm interested in this role. I want to throw my hat in the ring. And they could have said, thank you so much, but no, or not yet, or something like that. And, and it's, even if that had happened and it didn't happen, just want to <laughs> yeah. just want to emphasize that. Um, but even if it had happened, it it's not a big deal, right? It would have been worth mm-hmm. it would have been worth you just saying that. And then also, too, your boss knows that you're interested in growing. And if you mm-hmm. know, time something, and even just going back to the to to the the role at this company, why not just apply for it? what there? What is the downside there? Mm-hmm. Think of a possible downside. But but I love that your default when it comes to opportunities is is well, why not? Because mm-hmm. that is going to take you and to, on everybody listening, all of us um, as as humans, that will take you so far to just kind of hang on loosely and say, all right, well, why not? Why not just do it? Yeah. I mean, to me, it seemed like there wasn't a downside. If anything, you know, they could have come back and said, okay, no, we don't know that you're ready for it yet, but let's set some goals. Like, let's figure out what are tangible steps that you need to take to get there. Cause you're obviously interested in getting there. So I was totally prepared for that, you know, and I mm-hmm. still do, I still do have those goals in place and, and things I want to, you know, make sure that I like learn and start, you know, obtaining mentorship other places and, and, because I, I don't feel like you ever fully get there, right. You're always evolving and you're always getting better. And I want to make sure that there's, there's room for that too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We are all growing all the time, or at least we should be. How boring would life be if we weren't? Right. Exactly. I'm curious if you have any tips because you you mentioned work-life balance and that being a big priority for you and understandably. So my gosh, you deserve that two week vacation and more. Um, (laughs) Thank you. I hope you have another one planned. Um, But what tips do you have for people, especially folks maybe curious to get into copywriting? Maybe because there are a lot of people in the same boat, I think, as you of like working Mm -hmm. full time and just like, how do I do this, but also have some sort of balance? Do you have any any advice? Number one thing for me was just learning that no is a complete sentence and that I can say no to things. Um, I think for the longest time, I just was pouring from an empty cup. I was constantly showing up for people. I was constantly, you know, just running myself ragged and doing all these things because I felt like I had an obligation to do it. Or because again, I was in that really like, you know, fight or flight kind of trauma space, (laughs) just, which I'm still recovering from. Honestly, I really am. Um, 
And I think that's why I'm like, I keep things so low key now. I'm always like, I have done one social thing this week. I'm not doing another one, you know? It's like, I I have realized those things about myself that I'm actually like an outgoing introvert and I get my energy from being alone. Um, But when I'm around people, like I'm on and I love it. And I love being social with my friends and my partner and my community and, and doing things. And I love to travel. Um, but I also really, really need that downtime to like fully function and and be able to show up for the people that I love in my life. So I think just like looking inward and learning that about yourself and learning about your needs and what kind of will fuel you in that way. Um, but there is that space. There is that space where, you know, you're going from making this certain amount of money, whatever it is, and trying to pivot into your copywriting career and make sure that you have enough money to, you know, get by and do all the things and also go to full-time freelancing and have that backup because you don't know necessarily what's going to come. So it was like, for me, I was already like, I need to be taking on clients. You know, I need to be like making money copywriting before I do anything drastic. And, you know, I think it's because growing up living in the space that I did and, and, having such a scarcity mindset around money um, that made me really question like taking those risks and being okay with doing that. So I think it's, it's just figuring out what exactly those numbers are sitting down, making a spreadsheet. I know you guys like talk all about this in the course, but I think that stuff is so important because then you have like tangible things to work towards instead of being like, Oh Yeah you know, I'll get there, which is always, which has always been me in the past. Like I've just been like, I don't want to look in the bank accounts and the student loan debt and all of this, you know, it's, it's scary and it's hard. It's hard to like address those things head on. Um, So I think to answer your question, have a really strong plan. And then when it comes to work, work work-life balance, like just figure out who you are, honor your needs and say, no, don't be afraid to say no. Um, that's been a, a journey for me and I'm still working on it. Um, but it's, it's funny now because my friends like know that about me now. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to see Kelsey like once every two weeks or something. And that's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. And, and, you know, I think also it really helps to have like a strong community around you and a really strong support system. Um, I would honestly be remiss not to mention this conversation I had with my partner, Jamie, when I was thinking about quitting my job and I hadn't gotten my full-time copywriting job yet. And I was still figuring out, navigating that weird space between full-time job that you, sorry to say, hate, um, and then (laughs) moving into this new career that you love. And I was just, I was dead. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was working probably like 80 to hundred hours a week. Try- and also when I was working in the bar industry, you know, I was constantly on my feet. My body was taking a beating late hours here in Louisville, our bars close at 4am. So I would have times that I left work around 6am um, after, you know, working on my copywriting business all day and then going into the bar at night and running a bar. So it was really, really hard. And I would you know, be in tears sitting at my desk, just trying to make it through and like have this little post-it that says, you can do this. You got this. Like, just keep going, you know, cause I know you're going to do it. And one day I was just so dead. 
I'm sitting at my desk, tears coming down. I look around at Jamie and I'm like, what if I just quit my job right now? I'm not ready yet, but what if I just did it? And I was, I was actually in my head. I was joking. I don't think I actually was, but I was like, said it in a really, you know, with some levity. Right. And he looked at me and he was like, you should, you absolutely should. He was like, you can do this. We can do this. We're going to figure it out. You know? And so he had that confidence in me before I had it in myself. Um, you know, and, and I, I do like to say, Oh, I'm, I'm a hard worker. I did this like, yes, like, I made it here. But also I feel so lucky that I have such a strong loving partner that was like, babe, you can do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And just seeing that like in his eyes, I was like, Oh my gosh, he really believes in me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's I don't know if that yeah. answered your question. You no. Know, yes. Thank definitely, you. Definitely. Well, and I, I do want to I just want to point out that yes, Jamie is fantastic, (laughs) like amazing, but also how much easier did you make it for him to say, yeah, just quit your job because he saw the -hmm. level of effort that you were willing to put in, you know, if you'd been sleeping in and going like, oh, I meant to work on copy stuff today. I'll get to that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If if that had been you, and then you said, wow, you know what, what if I just quit my job? It, it, it might've been a different, and I don't know him obviously, but it might've been a different conversation. Whereas yeah. you were, you were putting in the effort and you were demonstrating to yourself and you were, you know, kind of as a byproduct, not that you weren't doing this on purpose, but as a byproduct, you were demonstrating to him that you were so committed. So in a lot of ways, just from the outside, um, I can see that you made it easier for him. And certainly not everybody would have been able to say that. So I'm not taking away any credit from Jamie. That's awesome. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But but you made it easier for him to support you because you demonstrated how committed you were. So good yeah, for you. For sure. Yeah. Oh, thank you're you. For two stellar that. humans is what yes. I feel like you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. We're Let's big fans. More about it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. I'm curious about, because you had, um, you had been writing some copy beforehand and Mm -hmm. then you got into the the CCA, were there any, any aha moments or were there any light bulb moments once you got into and started doing the, the more structured learning and practice? Definitely. I mean, I think just having that aha moment of being like, oh, I've been writing copy for a long time and just didn't even realize it, you know? And yeah, like developing a brand voice and a and tone of voice and, and, you know, sort of evaluating how like your brand voice is one thing, but your tone of voice can change based on what platform you're on and, and all these different things. And I'm like, okay, cool. I've, I've been doing this. Like now let's just figure out how to like professionally do it. You know? Um, I think that was a big aha moment. And then also, um, like for me, the speed of all my editorial journalism work really helped lay the groundwork for being a fast and efficient copywriter, which I think has been so beneficial to me because now I look at briefs and I'm like, oh my gosh, cool. I'm going to knock this out in like 45 minutes or something, which is again, freelancers price per project. <laughs> Do not price by hour. Um, Cause you get faster once you have more experience. And I, you know, no matter what sort of industry I was in, I have been writing for a really long time. Um, so I think being able to apply those skills now to copy and because I've been such a, a really emotive writer in the past and, and, um, 
I will say my biggest challenge in copywriting is not being extremely verbose. <laughs> um, but, you know, being able to really reach those emotional benefits is is something I think I'm strong at. And I think my editorial work helped lay the groundwork for that. So that was definitely like, oh, cool. Like I can sort of transfer those skills in a really easy way and make it work towards my benefit and produce better work in that way and faster. Mm-hmm. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, I also want, cause you have uh, a pretty fun, exciting brand collaboration story, yes. uh, kind of a, a big name that I want to make sure that, that we, that we mention so that people get a, a full snapshot of all the exciting stuff that you get to do. So can you tell us uh, a little bit about that project? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the company that I work for, um, essentially our our marketing strategy is to partner with influencers and celebrities and do um, brand and product launches and have those folks be the spokesperson for whether or not it's a whole new brand or it might just be a new product. And and we do a lot in like the fitness um, product and, and energy drink space. So a lot of times we will um, send pitches that I get to work on, which is so much fun because we get to come up with all these photo shoot concepts and I will write um, like experience statements for the concepts, which is so exciting because you can get really like just over the top and surreal because our photo shoots are, are that way. <laughs> They're very over the top and surreal in a lot of ways. And um, so we ended up uh, landing a partnership for an energy drink flavor with Kim Kardashian. So yeah, she got her own flavor. We launched it. We did, uh, my coworker and I did all the writing for all the deliverables for the entire campaign. Um, and really start to finish, we worked on the pitch deck came up with, you know, helped come up with concepts. Um, we knew what the flavor was going to be. It was going to be like a pink lemonade flavor. Um, so it was called Kimade <laughs> and, um, you know, wrote the entire social campaign, all the emails. I mean, I would venture to say thousands of ads, um, just a huge, enormous campaign. And it was so much fun because our VP had a direct uh, line to her creative director. And so anytime she would have feedback on our work, the creative director would come through our VP and then we would be able to get feedback on it. And it was just, it was so exciting. It was so much fun. And it turned out to be such a beautiful campaign. Um, and yeah, so that that's definitely so cool. going in the portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's yes. been, it's been really cool. We've done some other celeb collabs and, and big name influencer collabs, which has been really exciting. And you kind of get to weave in, you know, what they do and what their, you know, voices. And so we, we kind of made the whole thing just energy is your best accessory. Like, you know, Kim mm-hmm. is out conquering the world. She's, you know, a business mogul, superstar. Mm-hmm. I would venture to say one of the biggest, most influential celebs in the world right now. And, you know, she does it all, but, and she wears it all. She's always got all these fun accessories and fashion and everything, but it's her energy, you know, at her core that like keeps her going and gets her up in the morning and she's a mom and all these things. So that was our whole kind of theme is that, this is what powers her through, you know? And so we got to really lean into that like icon energy and, and just make it really cute and fun. And, and it was, it was awesome. Oh, that's so fun. 
That's so fun. Yes. And thank you for letting me force you to name drop. (laughs) Yes. I will totally name drop. Yes. Yes. So cool. So cool. And I'm like, we're gonna have to have you back and be like, what names now can you Yes. (laughs) Yes. There's definitely some fun stuff on the docket for next year. Can't talk about it yet, but. (laughs) NDA. Yeah. Intrigued. Love it. Exactly. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for sharing all of your story and, and giving us so much, uh, really just, just opening everything up and, and being so transparent. It's, it's been fantastic. Yeah, um, of course. If someone is listening and they're thinking, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested in copywriting. I've been dipping my toes in or starting to learn more about it. Um, what should I do next? Or, or what should, I, what should I do? What would your advice to them be? I would say just do it. (laughs) Like you said, why not? Right. Like if you're interested in it, just do it, just try it. And I think also, um, find a mentor, you know, or find a community that you can really like ask questions and lean on and support. And if you're, you know, taking this course, obviously it's such a great opportunity to do like coaching calls and get your portfolio reviewed. And, but also like the other students are so helpful too, you know? And so just having that, like, community that you can lean on and folks that you can reach out to and be like, what do you think about that? You know, it's like, I think that doing these things in isolation is really hard, you know, and, and working remote is so amazing. Um, but also having that like network that you can be like, Oh, we're actually in this together. Like, let's, yes, let's keep going. Let's cheer each Mm -hmm. other on. Let's set up a weekly, like check-in call or something where we can be like, what did you accomplish this week? What are your goals? What are your action items? You know, be you can kind of like be accountable to each other. I think creating that or, you know, even inserting yourself into it is, is a really great way to, to realize that you have the power and the skill to do it. And it's not unattainable because look, other folks are doing it too. Why not you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it alone is hard and it's unnecessary. Yeah. So, So don't make it any harder. Join yeah. a community. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yes. Oh my God, Kelsey, this is fantastic. Oh, um, good. <laughs> now, Thank if you. someone is listening and, uh, and they're thinking, um, well, I don't know about copywriting, but I have a company and I love Kelsey and I would love mm-hmm. her to write for us. Um, where can people find you? Um, so they can go to my website, which is KelseyWestbrookWrites.com or feel free to DM me on Instagram. Again, Kelsey Westbrook writes. Love, love the consistency. Yeah. We'll yeah. link to all of that in the show notes. So if you mm-hmm. didn't catch it, just scroll down and it'll be there. Convenient. Convenient. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey, thank you again for, for yeah. being on. And as Kate already said, uh, we'll be doing a follow-up because <laughs> yeah, not good. just for the celebrities, although certainly that as well, but just to see <laughs> it's very important. Hot goss. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I need to know. Inquiring Sounds minds. Good. Well, thank but you yeah. all so much for having me. This is so great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This was entirely, entirely our pleasure. So thank Mm, you. Thank you. And so with that, we will catch all of you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.